O'Loughlin is Carlo's first area to complete an energy master plan. Article by Michael Tracy. O'Loughlin wrote its own little bit of history recently when it became the first community in the county to complete an energy master plan, which will help make it energy efficient. The village secured grant aid for the plan and the local group put tremendous effort into the project, which was launched two weeks ago. It's been several years in the offing, and following several workshops and community consultations, the people of Old Lachlan came together and held a public information meeting, which was very well attended. The local group worked in collaboration with Carlow County Development Partnership. Assistance was also provided by 3CEA and Plan Energy Consulting to complete the master plan with grant aid of €10,000 received from the Sustainable Energy Authority of Ireland, the SEAI. The Energy Master Plan surveys and documents the community's energy consumption and will also highlight buildings and areas where alterations and improvements can be made to upgrade energy efficiency, reduce carbon emissions and reduce consumption. This will enable members to carry out necessary upgrades where possible, thereby reducing their energy bills. Some might look at as little as changing light bulbs to start with, while others might make major changes such as a full retrofit. In time it may examine how the community can generate its own electricity with renewables. Alice O'Leary, a committee member from O'Loughlin, said... There is an energy challenge we are facing. It's becoming a topic for a lot of people. We see this as growing into a community-led process to make energy savings understandable and accessible to local householders. The committee features Marion Meany, Anne Honeyball and Seamus Hayden, but its numbers are growing with more people becoming involved and subcommittee groups expected to be established. The next step is for representatives from local areas to relay information in the community. There is great pride locally that Old Lachlan is the first Carlow community to establish a master plan. When we set out on this, we thought we'd never do that, said Alice. When Covid hit and Zoom meetings, it took some momentum out, but we are very proud to have done this and be the first in the county. The Old Lachlan Committee is very grateful to Carlow County Development Partnership for its support at every step. Alice added, The support from the community and from Carlow Development at each and every step made the difference. They supported us and enabled us to focus on the next step rather than get overwhelmed by the whole project, which still seems enormous to us. I have to say that while the detail required for the application worried people within the community at the start, Bit by bit, we found the confidence to keep going. She added that water conservation and biodiversity training programmes were provided, which were also facilitated by Carlow County Development Partnership through leader funding. Marina da Costa of the Development Partnership extended her congratulations to the people of O'Loughlin. The journey was long and hard. Sometimes it felt we would have to take a step back particularly in light of the complications and hurdles that were created due to COVID, said Marina. However, the resilience and determination of the committee, along with our partners 3CEA and Plan Energy, overcame a multitude of barriers. O'Loughlin can proudly take ownership of the very first Energy Master Plan, EMP, to be launched in County Carlow. O'Loughlin's EMP has been developed by looking at energy in as many aspects as possible, 
community buildings, businesses, farms and private residences, and how changes can be made to conserve energy and reduce costs. Guided by the EMP, local people can decide how they can all conserve energy in the way that suits all pockets. Following on from initiating and progressing the EMP for the village, Old Lachlan explored different ways in which it could enhance and preserve its beautiful landscape to continue to maintain its natural ambience in a sustainable manner. This includes the fundamentals of promoting energy efficiency, water conservation and quality, and biodiversity. With support from Carlow County Development Partnership, Old Lachlan Community Hall and Old Lachlan Tidy Towns, Local residents were able to access expertise and know-how to reflect on the value of what was present in their village and learn how to protect Old Lachlan and their natural resources in the future. Swimming Club gets €5,000 Texaco grant. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Bagnallstown Swimming Club was presented with a cheque for €5,000 by Texaco as part of its Support for Sport initiative. The club scooped the grant after being one of almost 400 clubs nationwide to apply to the scheme. Founded in 1947, the swimming club has continued to play an important part in community life in Bagnallstown and beyond. The focal point of the club's activities is a 25-metre heated open-air pool, which is available to the public from June to September. Swimming and water safety lessons are offered alongside aquatic events such as river races, swimming galas and fun days. Mary Foster, head of water safety in County Carlow, was presented with a cheque for €5,000 by Niall O'Rourke from Valero Energy Ireland Limited, the company that markets fuel in Ireland under the Texaco brand. Under its Texaco Support for Sport initiative launched last September, a fund of €130,000 was set aside for allocation in equal amounts of €5,000 to successful applicants chosen on a county-by-county basis. First responders continue with their DFib rollout. Article by Elizabeth Lee. Carlow Town Community First Responders have launched two more 24-hour accessible defibrillators as they roll out their programme for outdoor machines across Carlow Town and Grey Cullen. The latest two machines to be unveiled are located at the Dome Entertainment Centre in Grey Cullen and at Dolman Nursery in Dolman Gardens, Sand Hills. The idea of installing a fully accessible defibrillator in Dolman Gardens came from local resident Colin Whelan, who floated the idea with his neighbours, and funds were quickly collected to meet the cost of buying the machine. The first responder group has committed to sponsoring the expensive casing, which enables the defibrillators to be installed outdoors. The local creche was considered to be the best place for it because it was a neutral yet well-known location that people would be familiar with. The machine at the Dome was from Elka Fingleton, who set up the John Fingleton Defibrillator Fund in memory of her late father, and she suggested to the first responder team that it would be a good idea to install it in the special outdoor casing so it could be accessed any time of the day or night. While shops, sports clubs and other organisations have defibrillators on their premises, sometimes they aren't available to the public outside of business hours. The first responder group has a target of installing 16 machines outdoors and so far, thanks to them, there are now 24-7 accessible machines on the Green Lane, Tullow Road, Kilkenny Road, at the Vault in Burn Street, in Ascot Parish Childcare Centre and at Carlow Rugby Club. 
They intend to install five more machines to bring the total to 16 by the end of the summer. All of the machines are linked to the ambulance service, so if someone in an emergency needs to, they can call 999 or 112, tell the operator their location, and the operator will tell them where their nearest defibrillator is located and what code to use to open it up. The group intends to restart its training programme as soon as COVID-19 restrictions allow. Godfrey's Gospel According to Michael Godfrey Not a mask in sight at British Grand Prix I hate to say this, but didn't I talk about the numbers testing positive doubling up? That was when the figure was less than 500. Now it is more than 1200, and God only knows when it will stop rising. That said, thankfully the same cannot be said for hospitalizations or those in intensive care. The vaccine appears to be doing its job in that regard, so the rush to get as many people vaccinated as possible appears to be the right call. When you see the numbers in attendance at the British Grand Prix last weekend, and not a mask in sight except for those on the grid lane, you would have to wonder if they are paying any attention to public advice about maintaining distance. Granted, the skies open for non-essential travel again on the 19th, but thankfully, the expected stampede didn't seem to materialise. But it will only be a matter of time. We know this fine spell of weather will not last, and as soon as the dark clouds begin to hover again, people will look to the skies and then to their computer screens to see if a deal can be had before the kids return to school. And judging by the adverts, that time will be here before we know it. Whenever you hear the adverts for school uniforms, you know it's only a matter of weeks before we will all see little ones in their brand new gear heading off for what they believe will be the adventure of a lifetime. It can be all of that, but for the past two years it hasn't been too much fun for pupils, parents and teachers. I pity anyone who has had to homeschool. I know I would have been a complete disaster not having the discipline to stick to a curriculum or the patience to answer all of the questions. I know that many people have had a few words to say about teachers getting full pay for months on end while others had to live on 350 a week, but give credit where it is due. I wouldn't be a teacher for all the tea in China. Speaking of giving credit to someone, I happened to be in Harry Corrie's the other day in search of something, anything, that would allow me to open a window in the house while at the same time keeping the flies out. I don't know about you, but I abhor flies. It's not just the nuisance of taking a swipe and missing whenever they try to land on your food, but it's the very thought of what they do as soon as they land that absolutely disgusts me. Many years ago I attended a brief hygiene training course which showed a short film of a fly at work and how we end up with a rumbly tummy or worse after they have done their business on our food. Trust me, if you had seen that video you'd never want to see a fly in your house again. Anyway, so there I was trying to explain my case to the girl at the cash desk. I know exactly what you want, but I don't have it, came the reply. Lovely, I thought, just what I wanted to hear. But there was more. Not alone did the employee give me the name of the product I needed. She then told me where to buy it. Home store and more. Isn't it nice to be nice? One minute I was trying to explain what I needed a net curtain for, and the next I was walking out of another shop with the branded product which did the job for me. Happy days. Mind you, I still want the good weather to continue, even if it does bring out every fly in the country.